Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's around events, coast to coast, in the biggest way possible. Hey! We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Barolo Palatial, right across the river and through the woods from where Granny says she loves to talk off of that cheesy rider in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh, people just in plastic bags. You're ready to travel in some kind of fashion. Shake it up, you do. But all my friends that come around, flat to flat the party. Uh, rats on the west side. Bed bugs uptown. What a mess. This town's a tatter. My brain splattered all over Manhattan. She do be shaking. Ooh, 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 ooh. I think I might have caught something from Keith. Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell with Carver High, Mafia, Maddie George, the ball carrier, Ty Stick Jones in Kansas City, Mo. Running it all at LTN. All of a sudden, the Chiefs are back in the game. Now, all of a sudden, we got him getting all cocky because the Chiefs are in the game. All of a sudden, they got their swagger back. They got all their juice, their moxie. All of a sudden, we got that going. Birthday roll call. Now, we find birthdays that matter, and everyone else, if they have a birthday, they don't matter. And so, today, I got this long list. And I'm going to eliminate it all. How do you like these, Carver High? Your boy, Amari Stat Israel Stoudemire. 39 today, your boy, Israel. I love that dude. And then let's get a little, just for Carver High, Corey Pavin we're going to slide in at 62. And for all the New Yorkers, Doc Gooden, your boy, Doc Gooden, 57 today. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. All right, the Niners hammered the Rams last night, 31 to 10. Who saw that coming? I mean, they kicked their ass. Well, I've only said on this show a million times, the Rams are overrated. The Rams aren't going to the Super Bowl. Stafford is the same guy in Detroit. He's just got a nicer car and toys around him, you know, and a little tan. Bottom line is, he never got it done in Detroit, and he's not getting it done with the Rams. They keep telling you he's going to get it done But when's that going to happen? As they keep losing games, everybody's afraid of the Rams, except people that play them because they beat them. The Niners own them last night. We got a Jimmy Ward, pick six, Hizzy, and Sean McVay talking about the game. Matt Rule understands the excitement around Cam. How about your boy Cam going back to Charlotte, running in a touchdown, Superman returns. I love it. Kevin Stavansky hopes the Browns will learn from the Pats blowout. Learn how to bend over. Are you kidding me? It's another team everybody talks about going to the Super Bowl. That's never happening either. Every year we hear about the Browns now. They're going to go to the Super Bowl. Going to be in the AFC title game, take it on the Bills. Yeah, my ass. How's that sound? The Steelers beat them in Cleveland, and they got their ass whooped in Foxborough, and I bet on the Pats to win outright. 
Chase Young tore his ACL. He's done. Uh, there's so much going on. Salah believes his defense is better than everyone thinks. No, it's not, dude. Pete Carroll admits his offense is out of sync. We'll hear from him. Bruce Arians says Sunday was a wake-up call for the Bucs. Are we supposed to have faith in this team, too, that they're going to the Super Bowl? I mean, they look bad, right? We got Bill Belichick. Uh, and I told you, Young Torres ACL, Ron Rivera, talking about losing Chase. That's huge. We got him on C2C. Ryan Fitzpatrick won't be back this year for the WFT uh, after he got injured early in the season. He's now toast. Uh, TJ Watt undergoes scans on his hip and knee. Looks like he avoided anything serious. He left that game yesterday in Pittsburgh or Sunday, and uh, he limped off. And when he limped off, I was like, oh, no, Jesus. Uh, and I was sitting there in a pouring rain, sleet, freezing, snow. I was soaking wet. My underwear, my pants, everything on me was wet. Everybody was hammered. Everybody was cussing, and I still had a good time. I said a thousand times after that game, I saw a tie. I was at a tie game in the NFL. See if you can do that on your bucket list. Go to a tie game in the NFL. I couldn't believe it. Honestly, we welcome all of our radio affiliates. We're on Sirius 159, Mighty or 1090 in San Diego. Near to Yawana, do Yawana. Sports map, sports byline. Good to have you with us on Coast to Coast on a Terrible Tell Tuesday. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick on COVID. Big Ben on COVID. He missed the Lion game. Najee didn't even know they had ties in the NFL. He thought they were going to keep playing. Shows you what he knows. Packers, Whitney Merciless will miss the rest of the season with a bicep injury. Aaron Rodgers now doing Zoom conferences. We got more on the Packers. Aaron Jones, uh, he's got an MCL. Le'Veon Bell toast in uh, Charm City. We got your standings. Odds to win the Super Bowl. Odds to win the MVP. Updated draft order. College football rankings bust out tonight. We got your odds to win the national title. We got matching tonight. Three games will start staring down Saturday's schedule. There's tons of great games per usual. Justin Fuentes out at Bot Tech. Butch Davis toasted FIU. Did anyone even know he was at FIU? I mean, seriously. Washington fires Jimmy Lake. He's shoving players around. Miami fires the AD, Blake James. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for Manny Diaz. Nice job playing great in the second half and still finding a way to lose to lowly Florida State. How embarrassing. We got everything. Baseball awards, rookie of the year. We got it all. And then the Tigers sign Eduardo Rodriguez. Uh, Barrios got a deal, right? Seven years, $131 million. We'll get into everything. How about Lemieux and Burgos selling the Penguins to the Fenway Sports Group? Communists, they're in Boston with the Bruins, but now they own the Pittsburgh Penguins. I have seen it all. We'll talk about tonight's NHL, tonight's NBA, college rack. You get it all. We'll give you all the games to bet on. We got Thibodeau on the show today. We got it all. Rick Caro is on the show today. And we'll talk about the Wizards' hot start. This is Coast to Coast. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Carver, hi. What you think of the uh, Rams last night getting whacked? I mean, all I ever hear about is the Rams. The other day when Beckham went to the Rams, ESPN spent an hour, an entire hour, talking about Odell Beckham going to the Rams. I mean, you would have thought Jesus had come back. And then what happened with Big Odell's debut in Lipstick City? I mean, what a crash landing that was. And the Rams continue to amaze me with their, uh, what, back-to-back losses now? But they're going to win the Super Bowl, right? I mean, everyone's an idiot. That's what I say. Yeah, back-to-back losses, both of them in prime time to the Titans and the 49ers last night, 31-10. to And it was over early. I mean, the 49ers took a lead, and they pounded the rock. They ran the ball over 40 times. Another pick six for Matthew Stafford. Two weeks in a row, Scotty. How about Jimmy Ward getting it going early on ESPN? Patrol is dropping, and it's intercepted. It's Jimmy Ward again. Ward stays on his feet. End zone. Touchdown. Went off the hands of Tyler Higby, and Jimmy Ward has two interceptions in the first quarter tonight. And that's a pick six for the 49ers. Hizzy time for Ward and a couple of picks. That's a, a career for some guys. And to do it on, you know, Monday Night Football, you're styling. I mean, you get new girlfriends for that kind of stuff. But that's the first time the Niners have looked that good since their Super Bowl run. No, that was the best win all season for the 49ers. They did it on defense. They did it with the running game. From the Rams side of things, we mentioned it. Two bad performances in a row. They're heading into the bye. Head coach Sean McVay, he knows they're better than the last two weeks. They sure as hell didn't show it. Here's McVay. Some of them concentration lapses, guys just not making plays that they're accustomed to, but uh, certainly it was very uh, uncharacteristic for a lot of guys. It wasn't just one guy in particular. It was a handful of different guys. Um, And so everybody had a hand in this tonight, and that's where we got to look at ourselves, look inwardly first and foremost, and then be able to move forward accordingly because I choose to believe that these last couple weeks are not who we are. Um, I refuse to believe that even though, you know what, uh, you're only as good as your last game. These last two weeks have certainly been humbling. But like I said, you know, we're, we're going to look at ourselves. I think it's good for our guys to be able to take a step back, be able to get away a little bit. I know that, uh, you know, there'll be some things in the background that uh, I'm going to make sure that I'm doing uh, to be able to, uh, you know, have some solutions when we come back and attack this thing the right way for these last seven games. You know, I heard him, uh, you know, in another interview say, these last seven games we're going like, you know, onions to the wall. We're going all in. We are going to show everyone what we're made of. I mean, we are going to throw it at the at the sink and at the fridge, the noodle, see if it sticks. 
The bottom line is, aren't they supposed to be doing that every week? And we've seen Stafford now, back-to-back games, meltdown. Remember the picks tonight? You know, he had the two. The one in the end zone where he was falling backwards and threw it out, that was terrible. Then uh, 10 minutes later, he threw another one inside his 10. And then last night, he gets hizzied. I mean, he's the guy that I saw in Detroit. He's shown his true colors in L.A. with his pretty toys and all his famous, uh, you know, Rodeo Drive team. That's what they are. All flash, all style, all tabloids, all media. ESPN can't get enough of them. In fact, I'm surprised they haven't built a studio at their facility because they got one for the Lakers, right? That's where they do everything because they're on their knees like a French porno for that. And then they're on their knees for the Rams too. Well, it's enjoying for everyone else, I got to tell you, to watch them lose. I love watching them lose. There's no team I'd rather watch lose. Well, like you said, they head into the bye this week. The 49ers will go to Jacksonville where they will try to get to 500. They can go to 5-5 five and five if they can get a win over the Jaguars this week. You mentioned Cam Newton earlier. Back with the Carolina Panthers. Big win on Sunday in Arizona. Matt Rule, Panthers head coach, he understands all the excitement that surrounds having Cam Newton back on the team. Here's Rule. My job, at least within the, the, the team, is just to point out everything that we're doing well and everything that we're not doing well. Um, I do the same thing after wins as after losses. But in terms of, out, you know, outside, oh, yeah. yeah, of course. I mean, I think it's great. You know, we also have right. Christian McCaffrey. We also have Shaq Thompson. We also have Stephon Gilmore, Dante Jackson. They're oh, all playing football. doesn't want it football. to be all about Cam um, anymore. Oh. But, you know, that's the quarterback position, and that's certainly what Cam brings. And we, I want everything that Cam brings. I don't want Cam light. You know, I want, I want full Cam, you know, and uh, – <laughs> as long as Cam uh, uh, is focused on football, which he is, so it's easy. I want full Christian McCaffrey, as long as Christian's focused on football. I want Brian Burns to do his Spider-Man, whatever he does, as long as he's uh, focused on football. So we had a team this yesterday that was really real. focused on football. Um, we have to have a team this week that's focused on football, but uh, Cam will help us do that. Uh, what, like he's trying to be the cool coach and, and be the uh, player's coach there and let each guy be his own man. Shut up. Here's the deal. Uh, they put 30 on Arizona, in Arizona. I almost fell over when I saw that the Panthers beat Arizona. I got smoked on that bad badly. All I know is I never saw that coming, and I didn't see Cam. Like, I like Cam's game. I always have. But I didn't see him coming out like that and just immediately having success, uh, you know, particularly against that team. I mean, are you kidding me? Arizona's tough. And I think Carolina has sucked. To see them kick their ass was amazing to me. It certainly was. They'll be home this week to take on the football team. We will talk about Washington later on. The Browns also got their ass kicked on Sunday, Scotty, in Foxborough by the Patriots. Awful effort, 45-7. to Here's Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski. He hopes that the Browns will learn from this Patriot blowout. Well, gee, I hope so too. Here's coach. Yeah, I think win, lose, or draw, Jeff, you, you always want to properly react. I think you want to Mike, make sure that Mike. anything uh, that, that was came up short, you, you want to own it and understand why. Because uh, as we all know, sometimes you win those games uh, and, and there's something uh, that you didn't do so well and you can't let that slide. So even, even after a win, you have to make corrections. So that's what today's about. That's what Mondays are always about. Uh, owning it, learning from it, um, and then we have to move on. 
what can you possibly learn when you come back to the locker room and all your stuff has been stolen? When you lose 45-7, you don't even have a bus back to the plane. I mean, you have nothing. What do you learn from that beating besides nothing? And then once again, your boy Baker Mayfield. I mean, this guy, did I tell you? He's one hit away from being done for the year. Every game he plays in now, he gets abused. The guy looks like he's going to end up a cripple. I mean, week to week, he's getting lit up. and He can barely stand up on the football field. He crumpled down on the ground. I'm telling you, he's not long for this world. And Cleveland is so overrated. Can we stop already with the Browns and that they're going to the AFC Championship and Super Bowl? Just stop. They suck. I mean, honestly. Stop. Like Humpty Dumpty. They got to keep putting them back together. It's the shoulder one week. It's the knee the next week. You never know what it's yeah. going to be with Baker Mayfield. The New York Jets have been uh, getting beat around. The Bills scored 45 on them uh, on Sunday. Here's head coach Robert Sala. He believes his defense is actually better than they've shown the past few weeks. Sure it is. Here's coach. The, the first crazy. half of the year, the first six games of the year were not fake. You know, we had an allow, we didn't allow team over 30 points. We were playing good in the run game. We were playing good in red zone, third down. Like all of it was pretty darn good. And so I know it's in there. Uh, it's just a matter of just just tying it all back together, getting some continuity, getting back to the basics and playing ball. But, uh, you know, it's you know, I always say God, God put you on earth and put you in the life that you have because you're strong enough to strong enough to do it. So it's, you know, this, this is this well, is you know, it's just a challenge. And it's <laughs> going to start quoting to to uh, verses from right the right Bible. Right so it's this is exciting, you know, and, <laughs> you know and, and just like all fans, I'm frustrated. But I, I am not lost in the big picture and that this thing's going to turn. And when it does, it's going to be freaking awesome. Here's the deal. The New York media won't be nice to you because you reference the Bible a lot. All right. And here's another thing. The Jets have one good game like every six weeks and then everybody gets all excited. And then they immediately turn around and get bent over again. I mean, how embarrassing. Remember the Mike White? He was suddenly going to ride in on a horse and have a huge career in the NFL. Good luck. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. week I was telling you I think it's writing on a wall beginning of the end for Pete Carroll uh no one wants to admit it no one wants to talk about it it could never happen except that it will happen 
he'll get fired because everything runs its course eventually and they're losing. Now they're getting shut out, right? Like, and they got Russ back and they still got their ass beat at Lambeau. And it's just one excuse after the next. Their season's over. They're not going to the playoffs. They're not going to rattle off. Even if they won every single game, in my opinion, they still wouldn't make the playoffs uh, the rest of the way. Like, seriously, that's how deep a hole they're in. So I think they're going to make a change. I could be wrong, but inevitably, everything changes over time in the NFL and every sport. And I think the writing's on the wall for this guy right now. Yeah, I think that they're going to give Russ uh, to try to keep him there because there was talk last offseason he wanted to leave. I think to keep Russ there, they're going to try to offer him, let's get a new coach in here, somebody you want to work with, try start it over. That could be where the Seahawks go. Let's hear from Pete Carroll. He's going to admit that the offense is out of sync. He also yesterday, Scotty, was bellyaching about the officials on local radio in Seattle saying that all these bad calls they had in that 17-0 loss to the Packers on Sunday. Here is Coach Carroll. We're real frustrated the way it came out. You know, we had intended to get uh, get some stuff going. It didn't work out for us. You know, we just couldn't get couldn't get a rhythm again. And uh, these guys played really good again on defense, and they gave us a hard time. Um, but we're disappointed, and, you know, we go back to every play. You know, we're looking at every play that could have gone the other way, uh, completions or runs, and, and uh, we're just – just frustrated we're not finding the rhythm that we need to find so i'll give him this uh i think the nfl refs are an atrocity i sat at the steeler lion tie and i mean this head ref i don't even know his, i don't even want to know his name because I, I like I, honestly this guy's the worst ref i ever saw in my life he made just atrocious calls and i mean the fans were pouring down Sea suckers and, and F-bombs and, oh, uh, your mother's this and that. I mean, they don't even care if there's women and children there. You should have heard them. And, I mean, they are so drunk. I mean, to tell you, it was pouring rain, right? I'm sitting next to this guy. He's got a poncho on. He's hammered drunk. And the entire day, he was so mad that he spent money uh, to watch the Steelers not be able to beat the Lions. He called for Tomlin's head. Ben Roethlisberger to retire, the Roonies can die, and all proceeded, each one of them with just massive F-bombs, giving the finger to the team after every play. And it's because of these refs. The games are so badly called. Like, uh, the calls in the game I was at, I was losing my mind, this head ref at the Steeler game. And I think he's right. I think the refs become the story. It's not the players and the game. It's the refs. Every play, there's a flag. Every touchdown gets reviewed. I mean, it takes all day to play an NFL game, and don't even get me started. I mean, to tell you, the TV timeouts and the timeouts and the medical if someone's injured. Christ, I mean, I could have had five birthdays at that game yesterday sitting in the rain. It takes so long. It's the one thing about going to an NFL game now. You really find out how long the breaks are. Like when you're at uh, home and you've got maybe a couple different games on or you're out different TVs. When the game you're watching goes to a break, you watch another game. You can't do that when you're at the game, and you really feel how long those games last. Uh, that's for sure. The officials are awful. They've been awful for, for years. They continue to be bad. The Washington football team with the big upset of Tampa on Sunday, Scotty. The Bucks were coming off the bye. Did not play well at all. A couple big uh, picks for Brady, uh, Tom Brady, and he did not want to talk to the media after the game either. Under a minute press conference. Here's Bruce Arians yesterday. He says that Sunday was a wake-up call for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Here's Bruce. 
when you practice as well as we did last week, I think they assumed they were just going to go out and play good. And, uh, you know, it's something we'll address, you know, uh, just because you have a great week of practice, you got to show up on Sunday. And uh, if everybody played with the passion and energy that well, Devin played isn't with, that on you? we wouldn't have any problems. That's your fault. That, he should have been a player of the week with that game that he just had and the way he played yeah. the game. You know, we'll use that as, a, as an example for everybody else to play yeah. with. I loved Washington at nine and a half and made some money on that game. I thought Tampa would win the game, though. I was surprised they got beat, and it is what it is. All these teams that are going to the Super Bowl every week, that's all we hear about, Tom Brady and the Rams and blah, blah, blah. And then they all start losing, and everybody's holding eggs. I mean, what are you going to do? It happens every week. I've said this a million times. Every game is brutal in the NFL. That's why betting on the NFL is so hard. Everybody thinks they got all the answers. Carver High and I do it all the time. Win, win, loss, win, win, loss, win, win, win. win. I mean, (laughs) you can't predict the weather, let alone an NFL game. Are you kidding me? And it is hard to win. And you give a team nine and a half, and they got a decent quarterback and a decent defense, even though they lost Chase Young. I mean, anything's possible. You saw the Jags beat the Bills. Uh, Anything is possible. It's crazy. But, I mean, to tell you, I didn't see them losing, but they did. And I'm glad they lost. I like seeing everybody come back down to earth, level the playing field a little bit, Carver High. Yeah, no question about that. The New England Patriots, Scotty, they're getting hot. They've won four in a row, now six and four on the year. They have a short week. They're going to Atlanta on Thursday night. Here's Bill Belichick. Feels like the Patriots are starting to build a little bit of an identity this year. He's you learn more about your team as you, as you go further down the road. Jacket. And, and, uh, wow. I think each year has its own <laughs> own dynamics and, and its own. Where's the ripped hoodie? Um, I mean, honestly. You know, each team develops in its own unique way. Love it. And sometimes there's carryover, sometimes there isn't, or there, there's similarities. Sometimes there aren't. I don't, I don't know if you know that until it's it's all over. Sometimes you just have to take it week by week and I'm try just to not figure even out. Listening anymore. What, what that specific what year saying? that you know this year's team what we need what we need to do um things that we're he loves maybe this, fairly good at he that we want to try to build already. on he's things that we're not back. so good at that we either need to improve or sick or maybe get rid of um and and do something else well carver high i told you a hundred times first of all it's their first home win which was surprising because I think every time they play at Gillette, they're tough. They're in every game that they play in Foxborough. That's all there is to it, with or without Tom Brady. And they finally get it done. But look how hot they are. Four in a row. They won three on a road. Then they win at home. And convincingly. And I've told you, they are up Buffalo's arse. And the Bills have no room for error. And I think it's great that there's a nice you know, race in the East. And a lot of these divisions are up for grabs. I think it's good for football. And everyone wrote off the Patriots because they had the bad year, the COVID year. And now they're back to playing Patriot football. And they got a decent team. And Mac Jones has been really good and effective. So it's that simple. They're as tough as ever. Yeah, they certainly are. Two games in December between the Bills and the Patriots. They play a Monday night game. And the first Monday in December in Buffalo, going to be a very big game, that's for sure. We mentioned the Washington football team before. Chase Young, Scotty, tears his ACL. He is done for the year. Let's hear from head coach Ron Rivera. Of course, going to be very tough to replace Chase Young. They're big, they're athletic, and they can move. Um, You know, those guys are hard to find, but 
You know, one thing that 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 did stand out, you know, that 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 he's done, he's done very well this year. Obviously, has been, you know, his run stop. You know, I thought Chase has been been solid as far as that part of the game. I, I know there were some things on this pass rush that he's been working on. Uh, he had a really good week last week. I was also disappointed it happened so early in the game because he had a really really good week, and we were anxious to watch him. Um, there were some good moments early in the game until he until he got hurt, and and it was promising. So. Um, but you know, you 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 do lose the the, the thread of, of 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 that type of player coming off the edge right now. Nice. Uh, I don't know. We got a couple of more too. like That's workman better. guys that will be getting opportunities, and, and we'll see how they handle it. Listen, they have no one remotely close to Young's skill level and talent, size, speed, everything. I mean, it's a disastrous injury for the team, no doubt about it. But I think your boy uh, Heineken Light has done a great job uh, per usual. This is the same thing we saw from them before. Remember, uh, when they were in the playoffs before, they almost beat Tampa. And now they, you know, do beat Tampa. And this guy's doing the job. It's a shame that they've lost Jan because maybe they were turning the corner and they were going to start playing, you know, competitively every single week instead of the team that they've been, which is a horrible team for most of the season. They're just turning the corner right now and then they lose Young. It's, it's bad for them. And it looks like it is going to be Heineken light for the rest of the year. Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's been hurt since week one, he's not going to be back this year for the football team. More he's injuries overrated. and whatnot throughout the league. We got a laundry list here with Pittsburgh, Scotty. TJ Watt undergoes scans on the hip and the knee. Looks like he avoided serious injury, but not sure of his status for Sunday night when the Steelers go to SoFi to take on the Chargers. Minka Fitzpatrick goes on the COVID list for the Steelers. Big Ben, as you know, you were there. He went on the COVID list and missed the Lion game. A lot of problems, injury and COVID-wise, for the Steelers right now, Scotty, as they get ready for, listen, a game that they're going to need if they're going to stay in the race here against a team that's right there with them, the Chargers, on Sunday night. So uh, Saturday night rolls around, and I get this text that uh, Rob's is not playing. And I was like, oh, Jesus, could it get any worse right now than this restaurant I'm in and that – Big Ben's not playing because I knew Rudolph was. But I got to tell you, I thought the guy played pretty decent, all things being equal. He was certainly quicker in the pocket than Roethlisberger's ever been because uh, he can run. And he made a couple of big plays with his feet in the game. He broke some plays that were kind of, you know, messed up plays. And he found a way to gain a first down running 20 yards around this side, that side. I thought his throws were dangerous, obviously. The Steelers didn't win that game because of the three turnovers. And Friar Muth, you know, he fumbles. They would have won right there, I think, on a Boswell field goal. But I think they'll get Big Ben back. I don't like their chances against the Chargers because the Chargers lost to the Vikings. I don't see them dropping two in a row, uh, particularly playing at SoFi, Carver High. What do you think? Uh, I like the Chargers on Sunday night, Scott. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Clearly, Carver High giving me the business because the Steelers couldn't beat the Lions today. It's been festering in the background. You can smell it. It's like a stench. And then he's talking about the whole team's injured. The whole team's got COVID. And did you have fun at the game? So let me tell you something. You know what? You worry about the COVID and all the problems. I'm going to worry about everybody signing up for SportsGrid on Twitter. At SportsGrid, at TV. You worry about the demise of my football organization, and then I'll worry about over here getting fans on the grid. Okay, you worry about that, I'll be over here. I still think that that tie might be able to help you get in the playoffs later on in the year. Just keep winning some football games, get everybody healthy. Season's far from over. Everybody's 500. The last two playoff spots in both conferences are going to be completely up for grabs the rest of the season. Steelers are far from finished. Uh, they're running back Najee Harris. You mentioned didn't know that the NFL games could end in a tie. I feel like that happens every time there's a tie. There's a right. player who didn't know that the game could end in a tie. Tua is going to start on Sunday against the Jets at MetLife Stadium. The Packers, Whitney Merciless, will miss the rest of the season. He's got a bicep injury. Aaron Rodgers is now doing Zoom conferences, so that way he doesn't have to wear a mask when he talks to the press. Aaron Jones is going to miss one to two weeks with an MCL injury. And the Ravens, Scotty, Release your old boy, Le'Veon Bell. Another stop for Bell, and away he goes. I think he made it five or six weeks with the Ravens, and out the door he is. I mentioned playoff standings to you. Let's take a look at where we are. I'll start you with the AFC. Titans are at the top right now. They're 8-2. and two. Bills, Ravens, Chiefs, Steelers, Patriots, and Chargers would all make the playoffs right now. You see that tie's already working to your advantage. You got the three losses. Everybody's got four. It's going to help you. Yeah, it's going to help you if you like kissing your sister. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, all these teams are in a good spot right now, and a couple of them are going to screw it up, and that's just all there is to it. And I won't be surprised if it's the Steelers because they got some brutal games, Chargers, Vikings, Bengals. Uh, they got to you know, go to Baltimore. They got to play Baltimore and Pittsburgh in three weeks after they play the Chargers and the Vikings, I think, or something like that. They go to... Baltimore, and you know they're going to lose there. So they got problems ahead with the schedule and every other issue, COVID and everything else. I mean, honestly, I got a letter from them today, the, the Steelers, right, about how they're handling the COVID situation at the stadium, in the parking lots, at the gates, yeah. people wearing masks and everything else. <laughs> I'm there triple boosted. I'm ready to go, right? I don't care about all that. I care about standing in line at the gate to get into the stadium for an hour. I mean, it is the worst. I don't know. They got to get that clear, like the, you know, the clear thing at the airport. They got to have a special entrance for people that are smart because all the drunks and idiots and (laughs) fat asses and losers stand in line. It takes an hour to get into that stadium at absolutely hair dryer city. A lot of commitment to go to an NFL game in the NFC. The picture is a lot clearer. We know the five teams that are strong at the top. Those five teams are going to make the playoffs. Packers, Cardinals, Cowboys, Bucks, and the Rams. The last two spots, Scotty, 
everybody is in the mix except the Lions right now. Literally, anybody could get hot and still make those last two spots in the NFC. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone thinks that Cam's going to lead the Panthers to the playoffs. Time will tell. I don't think it's going to be a a bed of roses for him and that it's all going to turn up like it did in Arizona on Sunday. Uh, I don't have any faith at all in the Saints. I don't care about their defense. I care about the fact that they lost their quarterback and that Trevor Simeon sucks. Taysom Hill's not an every-down quarterback, in my view. And then the Rams are 7-3. They're going to the Super Bowl, of course, because they're so fantastic losing games. The Bucs are losing. How about Dallas? They're winning. Arizona lost. I mean, I think Green Bay, I'm going to buy that. Green Bay is the best team in the NFC because they have Aaron Rodgers. I told you already on this show, I think that Green Bay would beat Arizona in a rematch uh, of the playoff game, whatever, if they have one. I think uh, he's going to be a tough customer to beat. But then again, what could be worse? We have to put up with more Aaron Rodgers daily briefings and Zoom conferences and Pat McAfee interviews and his views on the world and people with vaccines. I mean – where is my nine Glock? I can't take Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my God. He's, he's on TV now more than the president. And even more important than all that, their defense the last few weeks has started to play extremely well. And that always plays when we get to serious January football. As we do on every Tuesday, Scotty, let's do it. Updated Super Bowl odds. Here we go. You lose to Jacksonville. All you got to do is blow out the Jets and you're back at the top of the board. Plus 550, the Buffalo Bills. God, can we get them off the top of that screen? The Bucks, the Rams. Why move the Rams down? They've only looked awful the last two weeks. Let's keep them up there. Packers plus 850, Cardinals, Cowboys, Chiefs, and the Titans all the way down at 13 to 1, even though they got the best record in the AFC. Yeah, I'm not sure about the Bills that I'm going to put them in the Super Bowl. And I'm definitely not buying the Rams at this point. I know everybody else is. I like the Packers. I think Arizona's got a lot of injuries and issues. Dallas is still formidable. Here come the Chiefs. No one respects the Titans at all as they go around winning every game they play. So I think there's teams that get no juice from the national media and all the odds makers in the houses and uh, of ill repute that everybody goes and they suck the money out of your pockets. All they care about is your money. They don't care about who goes to the Super Bowl. They don't care about who wins this, that. They just want you to lose your bet as they're telling you in all their commercials how much they love you. Have a free bet for $500. Have a free bet for 1000 Come on in. Come on in. And then when you're in here losing money, we're going to sleep with your wife. The whole time you're in the casino, we're going to be with your wife. So, of course, I also have to give you the MVP odds as we head into week 11. Here we go again. Great week for Josh Allen. Lights up the Jets. Let's get him back to the top of the board. Two to one. Favorite to win the MVP. What are we doing here? Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford. Sure, he looked good the last two weeks. Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, and Patrick Mahomes. You better look out for Mahomes, Scotty, because I'm telling you right now, he keeps lighting up 406 and five touchdowns like he did to the Raiders on Sunday night, and they rip off a whole bunch of wins in the second half of the season. You know he'll steal that from all those people above him right now. Well, he will, but, you know, he hasn't done that at all. So, you know, that was an aberration just seeing him have that big game. I saw him have the other big game in Philly, and then you had to wait four more weeks for this big game. So I'm not sure I'm buying that. And I think Lamar's fallen off a little bit. Kyler uh, has fallen off a little bit. To me, this is, at this point, 
uh, Aaron Rodgers, and I'm going to go long shot with Dak Prescott because they've had one bad game, but everything else has been roses. So, And Josh Allen had a bad game, so they want to give it to him. Tom Brady, uh, it would be crazy if he wanted at his age, but he is putting up staggering numbers, but he didn't look good Sunday. No, he did not. Everybody's had their turn of having a bad week. I'm with you on Prescott. I think there's a little bit of juice there at 7-1, and we usually only look at the teams that are at the top. As we start, we're in double digits now, Scotty. Week 11, we're in the home stretch. We need to start looking at the bottom. Who's going to have the first pick in the NFL draft? Here we go. Let's take a look. Who would it be right now? Well, of course it would be the Detroit Lions. They would get the first pick right now. Houston, Jacksonville, the Jets, Eagles, Giants, Giants, Jets. That's right. The Giants and the Jets both have two picks in the top 10 because of trades that they made last year. Very interesting. Going to be, hey, New York football, it stinks during the season, but it's going to be a great April around here with all these first-round picks. It looks like my Steelers won't be getting a picket uh, because they're not in that pack of wolves right there. Somebody's going to get that quarterback out of pit, and they're going to end up loving him. And by the way, Carver, I one last mention of the Steelers. I know we talk about them a lot on the show and your bills, yes. so screw you. Uh, there was a fan from Detroit sitting in my uh, row at the game, and he was hammered. And he was imitating me all day, like trying to, like, get my attention. And I never acknowledged him. I never looked at him. He kept trying to jimmy me with the imitation of the Pharrell voice and blah, blah, blah. I just wanted to say today, uh, across America, I hope you die. (laughs) That's great. So the guy tried to nail you. The guy tried to nail you with the Pharrell imitation at the yeah. Steeler game. And, and, uh, and even worse, he was, a, he was a the Lion fan as well. On top of that, the he was a Lion fan. Uh, he was hammered, uh, and it was all day. It was every two minutes. <laughs> he kept talking like me. I hope you get throat cancer today because all these tough guys oh. want to try to do the Pharrell voice. And you know, what did you drink? A bottle of glass? Uh, what did you You yeah. gravelly boys eat stones? Here's the deal. I don't acknowledge you because you're a loser. Mind your own business. I'm not there looking for attention. I don't matter. I'm a normal dude. I had some drunk in a bar stagger up on me when I was eating dinner. The guy was so drunk, he put his hand on a Kobe Beef's, you know, the block that you cook the Kobe Beef on. He put his hand right on the stone. I'm like, dude, you're such a loser. He goes, are you Pharrell? I'm like, yeah, man, listen, your hand's on fire, bro. Honestly. Nice, nice job by that guy. Uh, how about a little? How about a little college football, Scotty? Let's move to that. Uh, I'll give you now the new college football playoff rankings will be released tonight. There really shouldn't be anything to yell about. The top four are going to stay the same: Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, and Ohio State. None of them lost over the weekend. Maybe there'll be some shuffling between five and ten. We shall see. Here we go right now, Georgia. Still at the top, as we know. In fact, they are minus money now, minus 120. Alabama plus 350. I've seen 450 at a couple houses as well. Cincinnati, Oregon, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Michigan State, and Michigan. Uh, Look, uh, we know where this is at right now, Scotty. It's going to be down to this Georgia-Alabama game. We'll see if they both get in when they play in a few weeks. I mean, it's simple. Uh, Georgia and Alabama, in my view, still get in. And they don't even want Oregon in it, but they, they have, like, the no. best shot right now of getting in. Because, you know, Ohio State's getting the other uh, spot after they beat Michigan. All they do is win. All they do is go to the playoff. 
every single year. The whole thing is fixed for these power five, uh, you know, the, these big five schools even, just not even the conferences or being in whatever. It's If you're a heavyweight like Bama and Georgia, you're automatic. Notre Dame, people are sick of Notre Dame getting in this thing because they fail when they go. They don't even matter anymore, even when they're good. Ohio State's a given. What they don't know is what hurts them. Oklahoma, they lost, right, to Baylor. So they're like, what are we going to do without Oklahoma in this thing? Listen, Oklahoma wasn't as good as their record. They were not as good as that undefeated record, which is now gone. Believe me, you, they struggled. They could barely beat Kansas, for Christ's sakes. So they don't want Oregon in. But right now, if the Ducks can win out, they're going. Uh, I agree. And also, Oklahoma State, I'd keep an eye on with one loss. If they can win out, too, and win the Big 12, I think that they might be able to sneak their way in, especially after Oklahoma lost to Baylor over the weekend. All right, we have games tonight, Scotty, quickly. About the Pokes, we got Maction on a Tuesday night. Let's go, baby. Toledo at the Bobcats tonight. Western Michigan at Eastern Michigan. Bowling Green, the Falcons, taking on the Red Hawks of Miami of Ohio. Last week, I blind bet all the overs. I went 5-1. and We're doing it again this week. All the overs. Let's go. Listen, I just wanted to say um, the matching uh, is awful. And I can't even say these teams (laughs) suck so bad. I can't even like, honestly, it's like high school football. It is. That's why it's on Tuesday night because it's like Friday night lights. It's Texas high school football is what it is. So I'm going Toledo wins. Ohio covers the seven spot. Western Michigan lay the five and a half. And I like Miami of Ohio to cover the fat number. I laid 17. Wow. Uh, Tomorrow, Scotty, I will give you all of the big games coming up this weekend on Coast to Coast. How about that? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. to party with the Ranger fans that have taken over Versa. They invited him to come out and drink some shots and beers, and he was too focused on doing coast-to-coast. And just for good measure, he gave them all the finger and mooned them in the studio and then closed the curtains after he mooned them. He mooned them all with his big white ass, and and then he closed the curtains. I had to lock the door. They all wanted to come in here and hang out. I mean, geez. 
Uh, let me go through these college uh, football firings. It's chop season, Scotty. Here we go. Virginia Tech fires Justin Fuentes. He's gone. Butch Davis out at FIU says the school sabotaged the football program. He made it sound like when the woman bought the Indians in Major League. Basically, they're using like the plane with the wheel falling off of it. Washington fires Jimmy Lake. He's gone. Miami fires athletic director Blake James. See you later. You know what that means for your boy Manny Diaz, Scotty. He's next. The new AD is going to get Manny out of there, too. Yeah, I think, like I said in the open of the show, I don't know if it's good for him or bad for him because when your boy gets fired, that means he's the one that, that gave you the gig. Now you're in trouble on top of the fact that they've had such a lousy season. They were winning. They had won three in a row. They blew that game against Florida State, oh, and I think that'll awful. be the end of him. They'll ring him up. He's Absolutely out. Absolutely awful. I was disgusted I was on Miami on Saturday. Uh, hockey will do tonight's games after the break. I will tell you, Mario Lemieux and Ron Burkle, close to selling the Penguins to the Fenway Sports Group. How about that, Scotty? Well, I mean, when they bought the team, they rescued it from bankruptcy. They were moving to Kansas City. The team was worthless, pennies on the dollar. And Lemieux and Burkle, who I know well, both of them, uh, bought that team, saved the franchise, and now it's worth, uh, you know, well over a billion dollars. So, I, you know, anyone in business that has something that increases, uh, you know, a hundredfold what it's worth, eventually the day comes when they sell it off. Yeah, that's the way that it goes. Uh, Ottawa's next three games postponed to a COVID break. Last night, Jerome McGinley and Marion Hossa into the Hockey Hall of Fame. I'll give you tonight's games when we wow. come back. We could give you some BS saying we get off on the high-minded calculations and analysis. <laughs> really, we mostly do it for the fun. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.